Hopefully we should have some audio now. Can you hear me now? There we go. You can hear me now. So, yeah, so I'll try and bring some of the best people in stage hypnosis to you guys so they can talk about their funny bits. Uh, there we go. Every week we get this no sound. It's my fault because uh, I, I mess around too much and I rushed in, even though I should have known the times. So one of the guys who's an absolute uh, a pioneer, a great guy, fantastic hypnotist and magician, author, MC, comedian, um, we've managed to get on. And I tell you what's I tell you what's great about this guy. Um because of his comedy, it's his delivery that makes his shows brilliant and is a great guy. Um, and also I believe a star of a pantomime slash play about Brexit, but we're not going to talk about politics. So please hit the like button, give rounds of applause in the comments, but please welcome um for your Viewing pleasure this evening, the man, the myth, the legend that is Chris Doc Strange. Here he is. Ta -da! Can you hear me? Can you hear me, mother? Can you hear me now? Oh, there he. Oh, there we go. Brilliant. There we are. I can Hello, see myself. Oh. <laughs> Fantastic. So, how are things with you? Amazing. I'm just yeah. totally loving the lockdown. Oh, it's amazing, know. isn't it? I'd, I'd yeah. like to say I went through a moment where I'm enjoying the calmness and the slower pace of life, but the reality is some days I'm like that and other days I, I do want to, you know, jump off a small cliff. Uh, yeah, it's funny, isn't it? I've, I've, never, I've never felt quite so much about chopping myself ever before. <laughs> <laughs> what shall I do today? Hmm, blow my brains out. Damn it, I don't have a gun. No, I'm fine. Uh, it, I know a lot of people are struggling and I feel sorry yeah. for those people. Um, I think if you don't have any hobbies, if you've got no particular interests to keep you going, then you're going to struggle. And and people are, you know, if, yeah. if all you do is watch television all day and your favourite programmes aren't being made anymore because everyone's in lockdown and all you're doing is watching people on screens like this and this is the highlight of your day. I'm talking about you, Nobby. Then, then <laughs> I feel I feel sorry for you. I'm not. He's all right. He's a good bloke. Um, yes. Yeah. It's it's terrible. It's a shame that people don't have things to do, hobbies and interests. Yeah. Um, I must admit, I I never realised how much how much I consume things and fill the void inside me by spending, and then all of a sudden this has happened, and it is like. You know, all your big bills and all your big stuff, that's all boxed off. But it's all the it's all the little subscriptions, it's all the little extra bits that you go, yeah. right, that needs that needs to stop now. So yeah. um so for those that uh, I say for those that don't know, everybody everybody knows who you are. Um is it 30 years you're a stage hypnotist? 30 years? Mm. Um yeah, 30 years. uh no, not not really Beatha. Um no, I, I did a couple of shows in Ibiza, but Ibiza yeah. wasn't my, my domain at all, really. Uh, Tenerife was. That Tenerife, was mine. Of course it was, for, yeah. yeah. Um, 90, oh, crap. Oh, uh, 94, 95, and 96. Yeah. I was there. I left um, because I, I had a girlfriend, and she went, went back to uh, Wales, and, oh. uh, and I missed her. And oh. um, to be honest, I should have stayed because <laughs> she wasn't worth it. I think it's was, no, no. Don't get me wrong. She was she was a lovely girl, and and she's great and everything. Uh, but it didn't work out, is what I mean. And yeah. and it wasn't really worth it. And and, and she would agree as well that it, yeah. you know I should have stayed where I was. Um, but you know, I think, think it's you one, know I won't be where I am today 
Yes, it's. I think doing what doing what we do, the traveling, the shows, the highs and lows of of all that stuff, can have a massive impact on, on a relationship. And I just kind of say those people that are watching it in the group, the UK stage, it's this group. Uh, if you follow the link and come to the Grant Saunders page, then we can see your questions there. We can't see the questions on any cross posting thing. So if you come over to the Grant Saunders it's page, I can see your questions up here now. Come over um, so, to the Grant side. Come over to the dark. Side. So yeah, I mean it's um your book, uh the the honest hypnotist guide, um as if he's got a copy there. Oh, brilliant. Uh there's a little link at the bottom of the screen as well. Uh, a great picture that by the way. Uh taken by Matthew Wright, the famous yeah. uh, magician and uh, bon vivant. Bon vivant, that's not a word yeah. you hear every day. Oh, I say lots of words you don't hear every day. Lots of <laughs> words you probably wish you'd never heard again. I mean, I do talk a lot of old uh, twaddle. I try not to use big words if I can help it because it's all about communication. And if you're using words that people don't understand, uh, then you're alienating yourself. So keep it simple. Not because people are stupid. They're not. Well, they are. I mean, a lot of people are. Yeah. You know, the majority. The ones that are expected to use common sense right now and in two weeks time we're going to have a spike and those yes. same people that are using their common sense they're, they're the ones and it's going to go it's going to go up yeah. um yeah but if you talk to people in a way they understand and use a simple language that's a better way of communicating than using yes. long words uh, even though i have lots of long words at my disposal i try not to use them um, I can see and there's nothing worse than using the wrong long words either yeah, you do seem to have quite. A, is that a bookshelf or DVD shelf behind you? There, it seems like you've oh, got lots of books and things. Oh, where am I going? Oh, uh, oh. no, these are all books. So oh, uh, that's just some of them. Hang Brilliant. on, a minute. There's more that way as well. Oh, look at and that. I got and there's books behind books. <laughs> I must. I like, books. Books. Yeah. I like to read. Yes, I like to catch up on my reading whilst this has been going on. Uh, yeah, so uh, talking about your book, uh, I got it on Kindle when you first released it, I believe. Uh, yeah, that's the book. Um, and you know what I found really refreshing about that particular book? I mean, I liked it, but not that much. <laughs> um, you can tell it's written by a performing stage hypnotist. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And there's a there's a there's a few books out there, not a lot. There's a few books out there on stage hypnosis. I know you're talking are, about. I'm, I'll not name names, but they are very clinical. They are very clinical and they're very textbook. But what's missing is the actual uh, shit that happens on the road and how yeah. it really is at the kind of at the, at the cold face of stage hypnosis. And your yeah. book absolutely addresses that. It is a great book. I'll put Thank up. Uh, I mean, I keep putting up the link to it as well. Um, but yeah, great book. Any any budding stage hypnotist or any performing stage hypnotist that are out there today, you need to get that book anyway. It's it's on, always on my top recommended list. Thank you. It's on offer at the moment. Um, during lockdown, I reduced the price. So the the, the book was originally it was twenty nine ninety nine, yeah. and I sold yeah. one a month. Um, and then I messed about with the price. I put it down to nineteen ninety nine, and it sold more. And people were happy to give me twenty quid wherever I went. I always kept some in the boot of the car, yeah. and um, and. You know, plus when I do a show, sometimes I like to give people a copy as well, a signed copy. Thanks very much for taking part in the show. Here's me 20 quid book. And yeah. even if they don't read it, you know, they'll say, see that book, it's worth 20 quid. And the hypnotist give it me. And who knows? I mean, the only reason I wrote the book was to put it out there, what I'd learned. And yeah, it's not perfect. And grammatically, I did my best. I actually had the book um, edited by a fantastic guy called Tom Kohler uh, in um, 
in Switzerland. Yeah. But I mixed up the versions uh, and I actually printed the one that hadn't been checked by Tom. Oh, <laughs> so, nice. So, so when, I, when I had it printed, I printed the shit version. But it's too late now. And when I say shit, I mean, you know, it's got, it's got errors in it. But it, I yeah. think... I think that, that just shows it's written by a human and somebody who yes. knows what they're talking about. And honestly, there's only so many times I can read my own book before I start <laughs> losing the will to live. Um, you know, uh, we've got we've got a couple of clips. Oh, you you sent me over a couple of clips, and I've watched them earlier. And whenever I'm talking about stage hypnosis to hypnotist or hypnotherapist or anything like that, I always say it's not about it's not about the skit. It's about it's about the bit that that glues it all together. It's about how, and, and these two clips are both brilliant examples of your state. I don't want to blow smoke up your ass, but your stagecraft and how you deliver stuff. So um, I've got two. I'm, I'm going to play them, uh, and then you can, we'll play one, then you can talk about why you like it, and I'll say why I like it, and well, then we'll to, play the other. To be honest, you, you did say, have you got a couple of clips? I was like, oh, I'll just throw in these two. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, I, but, but I, will, I will explain my methodology and why I do yeah. what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um the first one we'll put up um is the no hand induction or the hands-free induction. Uh just because I've just got off a conference call earlier to talk about how hypnotists are now have to change how we work for COVID-19. And it's mm. like, yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, so I'm gonna put up the clip um and then I'll let I'll let you kind of talk to it. So uh yeah, go for it. Bring something out. Think of a shape, look at, the, look at the lines in your hand, and maybe you'll see a triangle or a square. Try to find something like that and tell me which one sticks out the most. Straight lines, just concentrate on the straight lines then. Because what's going to happen as you're staring at these straight lines, your hand wants to touch your forehead. Your hand wants to touch your forehead, wants to clamp itself to your forehead more than anything. And the more you try to stop it, the more your hand is going to try and touch your forehead. It's going to get there eventually. And the harder you try to stop it, the more it's going to do. When your hand reaches your forehead, it's going to clamp to your face. Your eyes will close, your eyes won't close, you're going to go straight to sleep. One, two, three. Whilst your eyes are closed, I want you to glue them together, completely glued together, and the harder you try to open them, the more they're going to glue shut, but that's fine because you're going to relax. Now, when you feel completely relaxed, when your eyes won't open and you feel completely wonderful, you can relax from the top of your head, down your shoulders, down your back, all the way down. Just let yourself completely relax like an old rag doll. You're not going to fall off your chair, but completely relaxed. Your hand will fall away. And as your hand falls away and hits your lap, you'll go ten times deeper, down and down. Deeper, deeper. Good feeling, good sensation. Can you give these guys a big round of applause, please? Down, down. Now, let me just show you, if I lift his hand, if I lift his hand, his arm's completely loose like an old rag doll, and it'll drop down, as it drops down, he'll sleep ten times deeper, in fact, he'll get so floppy, he'll just go straight to the floor. Uh, it's a shame, I, I, it's okay, so I'm glad you like that, it, it's not the clip I wanted, there's a clip that shows the other guys going as well. <laughs> oh, oh that, um, that's the one you sent me. <laughs> yeah, I know it's my fault. Uh, well, it, you know, it, it was half an hour ago, and he went, "Oh, I mean, yeah. clips," oh, and, and I just looked, and yeah, I mean, this is a good one here that, that I've got playing on the telly. 
Yes. <laughs> um, uh, the big fella. But, um, yeah, the, the thing is, with with that, I mean, that's an army gig. And, and that's a, yeah. oh, it's a while ago. Is that probably six years ago, maybe more. Um, and it was a very, very noisy environment. I mean, mm -hmm. the thing is, people don't realise. They think that we're going to do a show and everyone's going to be sat nice yeah. and, and they're all waiting to be entertained. And, you know, and it's like, oh, excellent. The, the hypnotist is here. Hurrah. Let's all join in, you know. And it's not. <laughs> no. It's us going, will you lot fucking shut up, please? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, plodding for the language. But, you know, <laughs> we're like, come on. I'm yeah. booked to do a show. So me being a short-ass little fella, I only realised... Uh, last couple of years that i'm actually quite short um i always wondered why i was looking up people's noses but uh, you know I, I have this habit of i go into a room and and everybody has to pay attention to me yeah. if it's my if it's my job to go yeah. in there and entertain them then as soon as i go in there i, I take control yeah i have to yeah. right um because any sign of weakness they're, yeah. they're going to have you, right? So when you turn up to a booking and they're all going like that, first thing I'll do is, right, we're going to start the show in 10 minutes. I'm sorting out my shit. Once I start, you shut the fuck up, right? Yeah. And and they're like, oh, and that's the army. You don't do that yeah. when there's little old no. ladies, and you know. And it, 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 it's just you have to work to your audience. And if yes. you've got a load of um, soldiers and they're all effing and blinding, they're all getting pissed and there's all this sort of thing, you can't go in and go, Right, gentlemen, uh, what we're going to do is a show in a bit. And if it's okay with you, do you think you could all just sit down nice and be quiet? And they're all going to be going, fuck off. So I walk yeah. in, I find the biggest guy. I don't care who he is. Yeah. I always go for the biggest guy. Yeah. And I'll say, I'm going to do a show in a minute. You're going to join in. Uh, can you tell all your friends to be quiet, please? And I'll get started. Otherwise, you're the first under. And yeah. I'll have you dancing around like a fucking ballerina, right? Yeah. Or whatever. I mean, you know, so it'll get a laugh. It'll get a laugh out of that anyway, because it's like this little midget is coming up <laughs> to this giant, right, and telling him to shut the fuck up yeah. and, and do as he's told. And then he's like, all right, then, well, we better do this. And the other thing is the army, they look, they're used to being told what to do. Oh, so, you know, exactly. you tell them what to do. Uh, that, that's what they're used to. It's different when you're doing a, a, a gig for uh, – the, the general public. I yeah. nearly said something horrible then because I do that. <laughs> um, when, you, when you're doing something for the general, the, the great unwashed, I like to call them. Yeah. When you're doing something for, for people who are in their own pub, or, or and I don't do pub gigs. I haven't done no. public gigs for a long time. But I did one um, recently. I'm not going to say where it was or who it was for, but I was standing in for somebody, and I said, yeah, I'll do it. And I got there, and it just, everything that could be wrong about the 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 gig and how I wanted it, yeah. it, it it was there. And I was like, "Oh Jesus, crying out loud!" Um, but I nailed it. But it was it was so not what I wanted. It was it yeah. was it, it, everything about it. And I just thought, this is like when I first started being in the trenches, because yeah. you get thrown out there to do. You know, you tell people what you want, right? You, you can, know, you can do, you can do. There's a lot of talk online about, you know, these is how you learn your trade and this and other, and that's an easy job, and anyone can do that. But you know what? The more you do, and the longer you go into it, sometimes you kind of go, do you know what? Yeah, I can do difficult gigs. I can do that type of gig, but I don't want to do that type of gig. Do you know what I mean, no. I want a nicer gig. I know I, I did something in, uh, in Munster in Germany for the for the army. And literally before going on stage, the person that booked me has gone, they like to give the comedy act 
10 minutes maximum before they get you to walk off stage by heckling you. And I'm like, oh, thank you for that. You know, but yeah, mm. so they can, they can be, they can be challenging gigs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you know, when you get that kind of information, you just go out there and you say, look, I've already been paid so you can make as much noise as you like, but I'm fucking off home in a minute yeah. and, and I've got the money in my pocket or we can have a laugh. You can let me show you what I do. You can all yeah. join in. We can all have a laugh yeah. and you get your money's worth. It's up to you. You can be a bunch of pricks or or not. You know, and that's it. It's it's getting them on side. Um, your your presence is. I think a lot of guys struggle when they do what we do because they, they have this set routine in their mind that they've got to act this certain way, and they use that same <laughs> format for every show. And you, yeah. you can't. If you've no. got a rough and ready show and the audience is a certain way, you've got to adapt and change for that. Okay, I've I, I've said this. I said it in my book. I've said you know if you're gonna if you're gonna do something just like J. Louise said, uh, brilliant hypnotist the guy that i watched when i was working in spain and i was like i could do this and he said yeah of course you could and i said i haven't got an act and he said well use mine just don't use it around here and i was like wow okay and this is a guy that did a hypnotist show in five languages um to, yeah it was a bit verbose to be honest it, it dragged on a bit you know <laughs> but <laughs> but he's but the show was good you know um it's like one of these you you, you know uh, you do a show like uh what is it um um euro um oh and they're singing um they they're trying to they're trying to entertain all these different people from different countries and it's uh, yeah. good evening ladies and gentlemen good album good idea, but and by the time they finish saying hello to you you know you're half asleep anyway yeah. <laughs> so i thought right what i need to do is make a show that's that's quick and punchy and just gets on with it and i saw so many hypnotists and i hated watching hypnotists i'd go and see a hypnotist and honestly i'd be there for like 10 minutes and i like christ this guy's shit because he did just go on and on and on and yeah. on i go what's he going to do the show it's it's I'll funny get, when I'll you get. see sorry when you see yeah. when you see someone and they're talking to it they're talking to a, a, a subject a volunteer and you yeah. can see the volunteers already gone they're already in that space yeah but and they're, they're still going they're still, they're still going and still talking yeah. because that's that's his format that's his routine and it's like yeah. this guy's already hypnotized just put him out but, yeah. yeah yeah so uh, um seeing that what what I was going to say is in the book, I've said that um, I do, I do basic, no, I don't do the same act, but it, to me, it is the same. Yeah. To me, it's the same act that I've been doing for 30 years, right? Yeah. And what I've found is, is that if you start trying to throw in new stuff all the time, right? Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know how I got such an itchy nose. I think I need to. I need to trim some nasal hairs. I got to the point oh, where they just, yeah. just they're like this, you know. <laughs> I didn't trim them. Um, I do a do a show. Whereas I I know I know what I need to do and I know how to do it. And but the the main thing is is watching the volunteers and seeing how they're reacting to you and going yeah. with that rather than sticking to a script because scripts don't yeah. work. Script, no. you, you know, if if you want to learn a script, fine, but then don't use it. Yeah, you know. You know, get an idea of what you're supposed to say, but uh, but then be willing to just drift because I've always been ad lib. Um, but but I do have a, an end result, and the end result is to get them under. Well, well, first of all, get them compliant, get them yeah. doing things that um, I ask them to do, reasonable requests, so yeah. stuff that I want them to do, and they're not even hypnotized yet. Yeah. And then they start to question if they're hypnotized or not because I'm doing this. But did I have to do it? Could I stop if I want to? 
Yeah. I, I don't really know. If, but if I don't do it, is he going to send me down? So I better stay. I'll keep doing what he said I should do. But then am I hypnotised or am I not? I don't really know. And they've got all this internal dialogue going yeah. on. And the, the, you say sleep and they're like, oh, shit. Oh, what happened then? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, so I, I absolutely love it. But but I, I tried to do all different things. I'd, I'd write all these different uh, scripts. And, and I, I see hypnotists do it all the time. They say, oh, yes, yeah, so I've, I've written a new show. And, uh, you know, I'm looking for <laughs> fuck off. No, you haven't. No, yeah. you haven't. Yeah. You don't, you're doing the same old shit. You've changed the name. Exactly. You know I mean? And do you know what it is? I think there's, there's a lot of emphasis online and in the groups about being original. And I don't know everyone should be original in their own way, but mm. it's about, it's you shouldn't you shouldn't substitute funny and a good polished show mm. just to be original because mm. most of the audiences that you know they, they've maybe seen one two hypnotists in their entire life they want to see a good polished show one of the things and again it, it demonstrates it in this next clip that we've got i always kind of say again it's not the skit the, the good thing about like a polished performance is you know that routine inside and out. So you mm. can focus your attention on the little bits and the, the the glue that holds it together and how you how you kind of control that. And they do build. I mean, you do the same yeah. script and somebody does something that you didn't expect and you go, I'll remember that next time because that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but, so you can encourage that. But you know, it, like the the clip that you're gonna show now, um, my, the the line, uh, listen out for the line. Show the police what you think of them. Yeah, always gets always. Yeah. And when you and because everybody's watching it and they know I've not told them to do that. Yeah. But when they all do it together and they all do the same thing of the same yeah. like hive mind, people are like, oh my god, this is brilliant. You know. Yeah. I, th I think audiences love to see. They love to see what they think is the first time that that's happened. It's yeah. spontaneous. It's that's where the originality comes from. So yeah, yeah, well, I'm going to play this clip now, and then uh, yeah, we can chat about it in a second. Yep. Oh, different clip. <laughs> oh. <laughs> different clip. Go on. Mind. Open your mind. Oh. Open your mind. Yay! <laughs> His feet are too big. If you're any smaller, he'd fall over. Well, he's, What's fall he's... Over. he's standing on me not, man. Do it over there, do it over there, do it over there. Surely, surely he's not going to do it now. <laughs> do you like that song? No. <laughs> but you felt like you wanted to dance to it, am I right? Yes. Is there any reason why you decided to... Oh, you're not going to fall over. <coughs> Fucking hell, he's heavy. <laughs> lie down flat, lie down flat, get in your own bed, get in your own bed, just relax. Get relaxed in your own bed, nice and comfortable. Nice and... Is your lead on it? Is it what? Is your lead on it? No, it's, it's clear. It's clear, it's just one side. That's lucky because you've never lived like that, can't <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I forget I've got a microphone. <laughs> you didn't hear that, did you? Yeah.
Yeah, so, you yeah. see my reaction. I was laughing through that. But every time <laughs> I hear myself, I'm like, oh, God. Oh, but, I must be, yeah, we're, we're northerners. Do you know what I mean? Whenever we're here, it's like, where are you from originally? Blackburn. Blackburn. Where the pigeons fly upside down because it's fuck all worth shitting on. <laughs> Blackburn, yeah. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've done a couple of gigs in Blackburn. So, I, yeah, we'll leave that there. That's really yeah. because I don't live there anymore. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's closer to me than you. Um, again, an, another right great in. skit. And the, again, it's the audience's reaction, not necessarily to what's happening, but how you're responding to what's happening and the interaction, it, the bits in the middle that is what, because they go, that shouldn't have happened. That's mm. that's spontaneous. That's now. And the, and the audience loves it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I know exactly what I'm saying. I know exactly yeah. what I'm doing, but yeah. I like to, I like to play that. Oh, oh yeah. I'm so sorry. You know, yeah, um, and I use that to great effect with the kids stuff now, you know, not, not swearing obviously, but you know, some <laughs> of the stuff that I come out with, I like to be, unless they're right little bastards then. But um, how did you find bit. the transition from Chris Doc Strange, uh, the stage hypnotist into your, your magic shows that you're doing at the moment? Uh, easy, yeah, e e easy, but um, so my daughters were six and uh, sorry, seven and eight funny names. Uh, <laughs> they, I know they were, <laughs> I have to do it, I just have to. <laughs> my, my, my family, like, just shut up, everything yeah. you say isn't funny. We've heard it a million times, yep, and, then, and then oh, and I do stuff, and people are laughing, and they and people go, Oh, he's my must have made you laugh at home. And they're like, no, he doesn't. No. Yeah. He really doesn't. Yeah. He's not, you know. So, um, but anyway, my daughters were seven and eight, and they, you know, it was their idea that I did parties for them. <clears throat> it was a credit crunch. My, I was running a business called glowgadgets.com limited. It was doing really well. And then the credit crunch happened. Yeah. My suppliers, a lot of my suppliers just not only went out of business, uh, or couldn't get the stock that they needed, or my credit nobody was offering credit anymore yeah. um and so i had a lot of money tied up in stock and i couldn't get stuff and it was it was just shit it was terrible um and i had a lot of competition and i was doing long hours i mean i was losing my mind um mm. and my daughter said why don't you do um children's birthday parties and i was like yeah <laughs> me no you know what i do you've seen my videos right and they were like yeah you're funny just don't swear um and so i did i did their parties i did the french parties and it caught and i, I just realized i loved it i love making kids yeah. laugh uh, but it did take me a while to learn that i was entertaining the kids not the adults the adults were were being entertained by default yeah so what i was doing is i'd fall into the trap of making the parents laugh and i'd forget about the kids and sometimes yeah. i'd say you know double entendres or whatever and then i felt dirty afterwards you know like mm. i'd done something really bad especially when somebody come up to me and said how dare you talk like that in front of a lot of kids um and but i'd always explain to people look i didn't mean to say that i've spent my whole life entertaining adults i am pretty new to the kids stuff um and i apologize i didn't i didn't mean but some people don't take it and anyway um I didn't make too many mistakes, but I did make them. And I think it took me about, honestly, about two or three years, really. I mean, I, I now, when I do kids' stuff, it's pure. I mean, 
the, the laughter from kids. It, it, it's like it's you know you've got battery charge. You you want you want to charge your phone, right? Mm. Uh, and it, it might take four hours to charge your phone, right? When kids are laughing, to me, it's like they've charged me up in yeah. thirty minutes. It's like just hearing that laughter. I'm charged for the for the day for yeah. for the weekend. I mean, I'll be buzzing days after because I've just think of them little people just absolutely and, yeah. and when i say pissing themselves i do mean literally pissing <laughs> themselves you know i had one little boy laugh so much he puked in front of me he had nice. he had puke come out of his nostrils out of his i actually thought it came out of his ears as well it was like <laughs> and i was like are you all right and he's like i'm just laughing so much you know he, he didn't even he was covering he was, was a big we were outside we were in a garden we we're in a posh garden in london um, yes. not that that's relevant, but, um, yeah. And I was like, this is what it's all about, you know, making, making kids because that kid's going to remember that for the yeah. rest of his life. Absolutely. And it's going to be the most important thing. He knows now what makes him laugh. Yeah. And there's, there's adults who don't know what makes him laugh. There's some miserable fuckers out there that really <laughs> couldn't do with a good laugh. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. I must admit, yeah, I suppose working with the squaddies and how drunk that they used to get, it kind of, it puts you in good stead working with little kids that are going to be sick. But I suppose, like, children, they're they're so honest as an audience because if they don't like you, there's no social pressure for them. If they don't like you, they'll just yep. not watch and walk off. They'll you know tell I mean? you straight away. Exactly. So, yeah, it's, it's it, yeah. You, if, if you're rubbish and you've got one kid going, you're rubbish, 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 <laughs> rubbish, rubbish, <laughs> fuck off the lot of you, I'm going. Yeah. You can't do that. You can't do that. Yeah. And and so it's actually, it, it's more work to understand what the kids are laughing yeah. at or what they're not laughing at or, or feeling, I was going to say feeling the kids. That's not what I mean. Feeling... <laughs> Feeling the atmosphere and knowing exactly yes. how to work them because if, yeah. if if they don't like you, they'll show it and 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 and, and kids don't get up uh, unless they're a little bit special and you do have kids that are a bit special and and, and if the parents tell you know little little Johnny's you know ADHD or he's got this or that and it's all right well I'll I'll pay him a bit more attention and then he doesn't get up and wander off because I've seen it where you've got yeah. one little kid who's a little you know the way with the fairies. And they're running around, and, and and the parents, like, they're so used to it, bless them. I mean, you know, they've got a handful, that they're just having a 10 minutes of, of peace where, where little Johnny's being entertained, and, and he can ruin it. So if I know, I will spend time to to entertain that kid and make him the star of the show, make him feel yeah. – I've seen kids that have never – communicated properly or or, you, or or being on stage and they've helped me and they've been so funny and so helpful and so brilliant and the parents have come up to me in tears and they're like oh my god i've never seen him like that he you know he doesn't talk to anybody he doesn't trust anybody and you know oh, so that's far more rewarding to yeah. me than, yeah. than entertaining a lot of drunks yeah. and driving home at three o'clock in the morning, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I love entertaining kids. I wish I'd done it sooner. Yes, yeah. I do swear. Not when I'm entertaining kids, you know. Yeah. Um, people go, well, how do, you, how do you not swear? Because there's a lot of kids in front of me. What am I going to start doing? <laughs> yeah. You're, you're a decent human being. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, we've just got Brilliant. a couple of Welsh, Welsh fuckers uh, watching this. <laughs> just seeing this on there now. <laughs> Uh, Bless him. Well. Um, so uh, as well as your book 
Is there is there one other hypnosis related book you would recommend to people that's not yours as well as yours as a secondary? Yeah, well, I, I always recommend Orman McGill's, um, yeah. the, you know, the, the Encyclopedia of Stage Hypnosis, and only because that was recommended to me. And yeah. I've been doing this, I've been doing shows for three years before it was recommended to me. And I can't remember who it was. Um, hypnotist, when I was in Ibiza, um, uh, and he, he, he said, Have you read this book? And I said, No, I haven't. He said, It's very good. Mm. And when I got the book, you know, as soon as I got home, I, I went to W.H. Smith's. And they ordered it for me. Uh, it took about three weeks to arrive, yeah. and and I and I I just absorbed this book. And, but yeah. basically, I was going through it, going, "Yeah, I know that, know that, do that. Oh, that's interesting. No, no, that won't do that." Yeah. And, and, and it didn't make me change what I do. One thing that I did, um, I was never a fan of these. <laughs> I was never a fan of street hypnotists. When when yeah. when people started doing all this street hypnosis. Um, I, I I really wanted to just grab them by the throat and go, can you can you do this indoors on a stage, please? You yeah. fucking idiot! Why are you doing yeah. it in the street or in a pub? You, you stop showing off. And that was my when I started writing the book. That was my mentality. You know, I mean, yeah. I really wanted to stick it to him. Uh, and I'm I'm going to give him a um, I'm going to give him a, a, a mention. So um, Anthony Jack when uh, yeah. he, he he was doing the head hacking and all that, yeah. and uh, and I'd written the book, but it was in PDF form, and I seen him at the Ruskin remember at the Magic's um, Magic Convention. Magic Convention. Yeah, uh, I was pissed, you know, because I do like to drink. I'm trying not to. Drink. <laughs> That's fucking amid. And uh, and I seen him. You were drunk like, in the Ruskin, unheard yeah. of. <laughs> and I was like, Oi, Jackwin. <laughs> Jack went, and I had, I had my business card, and I was I, I was going to say to him, this is what was in my head. I was going to say to him, "Oi, you want to learn hypnosis? Have a look at my, you know, have a look at my book, right? It'll teach you something." I was just being a dick. I was yeah. I was drunk, right? Anyway, so I, I I'm walk. I'm I say I'm walking. I was staggering over to him, and he he turned round before I said anything, and he went like this. He went, "Oh." Doc Strange, come here and give me a hug. And I was like, okay. And he <laughs> and he 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 gave me this big hug. And I was like, oh, I feel so warm and safe. And um, and he was like, oh, you're awesome, blah blah blah. And he's and he's really kind. And I was like, fucking Ali is a good hypnotist, isn't he, this fella? Right? <laughs> and he and he's going. You you were the guy, he said, I've watched all your videos. He said, everything you do on YouTube, he said, you're fantastic. I'm like, yeah, all right, whatever. He went, you're the best fucking hypnotist. I'm going, fuck off. He said, no, no, you. He said, you're the only hypnotist that, that does this, does a character on stage. He said, yeah. we've tried doing, I'm not going to mention who, he said, I've been working with such a body and he's tried to do hypnosis as a character. He said, and he, he can't do it. It just doesn't yeah. work. He said, you, you go on the in your doctor's court and you're like yeah. a dick and you put people under and he said, everybody else is like swinging pocket watch and pointy beard and purple suit looking like a twat. And, hey. uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and describing my act there. <laughs> and he's, he's there going, uh, there's you in your flip flops and your bloody shorts. And I said, well, I had a dream. I had a dream that that's what I was going to do. I mean, I used yeah. to go out as Michael Moon, uh, Michael Moon, the singing hypnotist. And, um, I, I I didn't like people calling me Mike. Mike, Mike. Right, Mike. It's not Mike. It's Chris. And then, but Doc Strange was my CB handle. And somebody yeah. said, "Why don't you use Doc Strange?" And so 
the character was built when I was in Tenerife um, yeah. in about uh, 94. So I, I, I left Tenerife in 93 to come back to England. I was like, what have I, what, why have I come back here? Um, <laughs> and so I went, I went back to Tenerife about three months afterwards, four months. And um, and I went back as Doc Strange and, and I was uh, Doc Strange, the hairy hypnotist. And it's because I had this dream about me being back in Tenerife, working in ripped jeans and, uh, you know, the doctor's court. And, um, and that's what I did. And and I, instead of the, the whole, you know, trying to be self-important and looking, you know, I, I, I wanted to get rid of all that and say, look, yeah. you know, you don't have to be a genius to be a hypnotist. You've just yeah. got to look after people, show them how it works, show them how to hypnotize themselves because yeah. all hypnosis is self-hypnosis, right? <laughs> and, right, don't tell anybody, secret. Um, and, and then once you've done that, um, just say, you know, I'm just a regular guy. I'm a regular guy. I like make, making people laugh. But, you know, you can do this. Anybody can learn this. It's a useful tool. Um, and, and like myself, I'm I'm a bit of a tool. So, you know, I thought it was a, a really good way to work. And 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 so that's what I did. Um, what was my point? I can't remember. Oh, yeah. So anyway, so, yeah, I, I, I liked Anthony Jacqueline after that. I was yeah. like, actually, he's, he's, he's pretty fucking cool. And people are always saying, you know, um, personally, I'm not going to mention uh, there was one particular video I did where he kept hypnotizing the same guy over and over again. And he, that was the guy that was interviewing. And I was like, this is weird. Um, but it's where I got the, the handshake induction from. I'd never mm. done that before. And I saw him doing that. And um, so the first video where you seen the guy doing that, I got that from him because I, yeah. I thought, Oh, that's pretty cool actually, because what I do is I say to people now, um, look at your hand, see the shapes in your hand. Yeah. By the way, your hand wants to touch your forehead, and the harder you try to stop it, it's going to touch you, your forehead. And once it's stuck to your forehead, you'll fall asleep, right? Uh, and then I go off and I do whatever, and people are watching this guy going like that. <clears throat> Sorry, I nearly had myself then. And, um, <laughs> you know, I'm rambling. Go on, you talk. No, no, it's, no, it's you're absolutely spot on. I mean, again, I'm not the biggest fan of, of street hypnosis because I think stage hypnosis, performance hypnosis needs to be done on a stage. And I think it's easier to do it on a street level because if it doesn't work, you can go to the next person or the next person or the next person. But I don't think it does it. Any, I think it can devalue what we do. But yeah. it's been there's a lot of there's a lot of people doing pseudo hypnosis, yeah. and um, I'm not a fan of that. No, um, because you. You're conning, you're conning people into hypnosis. Yeah. Um, and, and then if anyone knows what they're doing is not real in that sense, again, it undervalues or devalues the real hypnosis stuff. People go, yeah, but that's just that. It's it's not hypnosis, it's this. And it, it does, it, it devalues what we actually do. Magicians do that a lot, the devaluing the hypnosis. Yeah. Um, there's a lot, see, there's a lot, there's a lot it's of magicians a learning hypnosis now. Sorry, you know, there's a lot of magicians learning yeah. hypnosis now. They've already got the patter from the tricks, and yeah. they're quite good as in the sense of they've got the outs and stuff like that. I I love magic. I just mm. I can't perform magic. If I had tricks on me, they'd fall out my pocket, and I'd look like an idiot. Mm. I look like an idiot anyway most of the times. So yeah, I, magic I, not for me. I think it's in the book, uh, the one about the billion, not billionaires, the millionaires. Um, yeah, I think that's in the book where, where I where I nothing nothing worked at all, yeah. and they were all there smoking the fat cigars. Yeah, um, and then I was like, oh, you know, this this should have worked. And there was a magician there at the time, and he said, why don't you have a plan B? And I, I was like, well, I've never needed a plan B before. Yeah. Um, and so I 
for a while I started taking magic out with me and I thought, well, if it doesn't work, and I thought, no, that's the wrong mentality. If it doesn't mm. work, I'll do something else. No, fuck that. no, it's going to work. It will yeah. work. Right. All I have to do is get the right people up. And when I say get the right people, anyone who's sober, anyone who yeah. isn't mental or pregnant or have any breathing difficulties or on drugs or whatever, and you, you get that out of the way and you say, look, yeah. if you're reasonably healthy and you're sober and you want to do this, come up and give it a go. But it's not a challenge. It's not like, <laughs> you know, if you get up and you don't want to be hypnotized, you probably won't get hypnotized, you know. But if you do get hypnotized, you're going to be really disappointed in yourself. Yeah. And so it's not a challenge. Um, but if you do want to do it, then I'll show you how to get hypnotized. And I try not to say, I, I used to, for, for a while I tried, you know, I, telling people that all hypnosis was self-hypnosis at the beginning and no one got hypnotized. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I was like, mm, why is this not working? So you, you, you got to seem to have the power, power or gravitas yeah. or whatever, or something. And then yeah. you can tell them afterwards, you know, actually you did that yourself. I'm, yeah. I'm just your guide. I'm your guide. Yeah and you know i think it's one of the most important things and it took me a while to learn it. it is it's that prestige it's that that expectation and belief does all the work for you so yeah, yeah. right chris it's been an absolute pleasure to finally get to chat to you kind of face <laughs> to face and such i don't think they realize this is the first time we've spoken ever. It is the first time we've spoken. it's the first time well yeah absolutely uh we've 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 exchanged on Facebook every now and then. Yeah, well, uh, we've, yeah. We've, we, we, how's, we, how's the we, running going? How's the running going? Terrible. I've not been running for um, three weeks, I think, because my oh. knees. Um, oh, I, yeah. I'm struggling. So I, I did a five-mile run. I loved it. But the problem was is I didn't mean to do five miles. I meant to do three. Um, and I took a wrong turn. And it wasn't until I'd got probably halfway. I'd run about two and a half miles. Uh, sorry, I, no, wait a minute. I'd run about two miles, and I thought, I've got another mile and a bit, and I'll be home. And I got to that three miles, and I should have been home by now. Yeah. And I realised that I, if I went back the other way, if I back, went back the way I came, I'd end up doing six miles. Yeah. So I thought, well, I'll keep going and see how far it is. And I ended up doing five and a half miles. Um, and I felt great. But the next day, yeah, my my knees, and the thing is, in a book, I think, um, I buggered my right knee up when I was in South uh, in Australia yeah. showing off um, to a couple of birds that were going to bang me, <laughs> they said. <laughs> and um, and I, again, I was drunk. I think I'm on I think I'm call it. Um and I did so I, I did my knee and then and so I never thought I'd be able to run, but I did the couch to 5k, fantastic. And um overdid it July last year. So it took me three or four months to get better, both knees, but this time it was just my right knee. Um and I went out running about a week and a half ago, and I got about I think I did about a mile and a half. Oh. Um, and I didn't feel good. Yeah. And and again, it didn't hurt as much, but it, it it's like I've I don't know where to put my leg. I, I, yeah. I don't know, I can't put it up, I can't put it down, I can't walk around in it. It's just it just hurts, you know. Yeah. But now it feels okay. And so now I mean I'm like, yeah, I should be going out running. The only problem is I've been getting pissed every single night <laughs> since lockdown, right? 
and I've put on, I mean, look at the state of me, you know, <laughs> you don't want to see my, I'm fat. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't wear any me, any, any me, um, anything. I couldn't put anything on now because none of it will fit, um, oh. which is really embarrassing. So yeah, I've got it. Yeah. So the, the answer is I'm getting back into it. Brilliant, brilliant. Right, we've got to finish now. It's been absolutely fantastic. It's been great to have you on. Great energy. Um, you say you got a special offer on the book. I've got a link up for the book now. How yeah. long is that special offer on for? Until this weekend. So uh, during lockdown, the book was nineteen ninety nine, and I yeah. put it down to seven ninety nine. Um, and the Kindle book was nine ninety nine, and I put it down down to one ninety nine because wow. uh, I just wanted people to read it. But yeah. you know, um, it, it hasn't sold more because it's lower so i might as well put it back up to where it was absolutely. you know absolutely right well chris absolutely pleasure to have you on great to great to see you and we maybe have a coffee or a face-to-face -face once all this is done yeah. yeah definitely i'm not i'm not coming within two meters of you no <laughs> all right chris absolute pleasure i'll see you later live long